Palace Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Julia. And we're back. Yay. With a new season. With season five, episode one, which is a two-parter. So it's exciting. Yeah. How how have you enjoyed your break? It was good, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I was just very tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was yours? It was very busy, and I'm really glad that we didn't have to record because <laughs> I would have lost my mind probably. Yeah. Um, but we are back, and we did watch the X-Files movie, the first one, over our short break. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, that's on our Patreon. Ooh. I don't know what's happening there outside Julia's house. There is definitely an accident or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you want to check that out on Patreon, that'd be really cool. Um, it was my first time ever (laughs) watching the movie. So, um, I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. And I'm really glad I watched it. Um, can't wait for the second one. Yes. (laughs) I know. Very exciting stuff happening. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, I guess. Right. I was going to say, I feel like in no time we'll get into like X-Files territory of things that you haven't watched at all. Yeah. And that's going to be very fun. I have not watched any of the new, like. The revamped part. The revamped. Yeah, exactly. Episodes. So that'll all be new. Yeah. So we'll see. I I don't know. It seems so far away, but like, it's not really. No. We'll oh my God, there. we're almost doing this for two years. I think our two year was the other day. Oop. Sorry, guys. We missed it. Cause Oop. maybe, uh, yeah, no, I. Mm, it would have been two weeks before uh, the world shut down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that. Before St. Patrick's Day. I think I saw something on like Time Hopper or something that. Oh. Uh, I was like, oh. Oops. Well, it's our two-year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. What do That's you think, okay. Porter? Yeah. Great so anyways, um, let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So um, where we left off last season is where we start off this season, which is um, Scully basically saying that she identified Mulder's body and that he is dead due to a apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. And then from there, we rewind 24 hours from that that spot. Right. Where Mulder <laughs> is sitting in his apartment crying. It's an alien conference team. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be sad, but I just can't get over <laughs> the image of him sitting a popping in a, a VHS, right? Yeah, like a home recorded VHS of like a conference recording, and just like sitting on his couch, like rocking back and forth, crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not supposed to be funny, but it just it is. It's a little funny. I'm um, sorry, this episode—that's the only Mulder slander it's gonna have. I promise. Yeah, mm, I'm not gonna promise, but okay. we'll see. Um, <laughs> But yeah, he is upset because he's realized that, you know, everything he worked for is just a lie. And who even knows if aliens are real? Not and us. Definitely not him anymore. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty upset. 
So then he. What was that? What was that? What are you doing? Hi. Ooh. <laughs> what are you doing? Porter, <laughs> you are so weird. Do you want to get brushed? You can get brushed down here while we record. Come on. Okay, we keep going. Um, <laughs> okay, so Mulder gets a phone call from Michael Krishka. Uh, Krichgau. Krichgau. Like Krich and cow, but with a G. Sure. Um, but he, like, immediately is like, someone is listening to you, someone's you know, watching you and I was followed the other day after we met and he just is really scared. Um and well, I think he also wants to meet with him in person to talk, right? Because of yeah, those things. Yeah, he he like tells him that he has information for him, but he's like, I can't tell you right now because they're listening. Right. And that's when Mulder finds a camera hidden in his ceiling. So yeah. then he runs upstairs to like the apartment directly above him and he sees that this man, presumably another like agent um, spy person. Yeah, is has been watching him. Um and then we see the agent grab his gun and a gunshot goes off after they get into a little bit of a, a tussle. That's where um Scully <laughs> Starts I might get off murdered today. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. Are you mad that it's not just us right now? I'm sorry. We have to do this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mulder, of course, after killing a man, goes straight to Scully's apartment and he's like, Hello. She's like, Why are you here? Right. <laughs> Why are you in my apartment in the middle <laughs> of the night? It was. Very um, conveniently, while she was about to take her shirt off, mm. it's very creepy. Yeah, not um, that that would scare me pretty yeah. badly. Um, Even if it is someone that you probably want to smooch. Yeah, not not great. Yeah, you still shouldn't sneak up on them. <laughs> um, but he's like, okay, well, there's a dead guy in my apartment, so I don't know what to do. He tells, so that the guy that Mulder shot is a Department of Defense employee named Osselhoff. Yeah. Something um, like that. Sounds good enough. And he was burning all these, like, phone records, which show numerous calls made to the FBI. So Mulder thinks that this guy's been following him for, like, at least two months. Um, which is not great. Right. But now he's dead. And they basically come up with a plan together for, like, how they're going to convince the FBI that Mulder's actually dead. Yeah. And so they decide that Scully will be the one to identify the body. Um, and thankfully, the agent was shot at super close range. In the, the head, so he probably don't look that great. Yeah. Um, well, I think Scully gets all pissed off once she realizes that they've been, like, used for possibly the whole time that she's 
been in the X-Files and yeah. she does not like that idea. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at first she was kind of just like, all right, Mulder. Yes, I know. You're like really amped up and whatever. But. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think Scully likes being made to look like a fool. Yeah. So she's on board now. So she identifies Osselhoff's body as Mulder's. Um, and then Skinner's in the hallway and meets up with her. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, is it true? And she's not, I mean, she's saying that it is, but I think he's already a little suspicious of her because probably the lack of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But he definitely doesn't fully believe her. Right. And then he's basically like, you're wanted for questioning in this. Like, we think that you well he doesn't say we but he's like if you have more information then you need to tell us and now she has to basically go in for questioning right to see what is going on right which is with the same or i guess some of the same people that is in the whole not jury scene but whatever the scene is that we open with oh porter do you have something to say Aaron is rushing Porter because he demands it. You're a very funny kitty. Yeah, just a little bit. Never really met a cat like you, Porter. <laughs> yeah. Woke me up the other day by sitting on my head. <laughs> and then not last night. He's like but not. Ne- he's like he's, a big cat, too. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, not on my face. Like, I was hiding from him because I didn't want him to whap me in the face. Mm-hmm. So then his solution to that is just to sit on my head while it's under a pillow. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, that's safe. <laughs> and then the day or the night before, yes. he was just, like, sleeping in his little boat, like, where he usually does, which is what I call, like, you know, when you're side sleeping and then you have, like, mm. a little circle of leg. And then he likes to go in that. And then he just all of a sudden got up and then... Went right on my pillow and like slept next to my head. Oh. And was, he's just staring at your screen. He wants to help. He's yeah. like put on lost right now. <laughs> why, why the screen and no lost? Yeah. Or birds. Or birds. It's so funny. You've created a fucking monster, dude. I can't. He's like so into it. Like, um, all right. So she goes in to Blevins' office, which is, I guess, the head director. I guess But so. he's um, the one that she met with in the first episode ever, telling her that she's going to be part of the FBI or mm-hmm. going to be part of, like, the X-Files. Um, so they have, like, a long relationship, I guess, but it's not exactly, like, the best. Yeah, and she, so she pretty much, like, goes up there and says that she thinks that Mulder's, like, biases get in the way of his investigating and that he's, like, basically been fed this lie and now he believes it and that she doesn't believe in aliens, but she does mention that she met with, um, with Kritschka. Critch cow? Critch cow. Critch cow. Yeah. Um, Because 
Is this when she brings up that she thinks someone from the FBI is involved? Um, I mean, she, like, nails it home later in the episode. Yeah. But she definitely, like, hints at it. Yeah. Because um, they're – they know that she has more information than mm-hmm. she's letting on to. Right. And I think especially at that point, they're just assuming for now that it's about Gritchgau. Right. Obviously, um, there's even more. But yeah, so she's basically kind of throwing Mulder under the bus and is like he is unstable and he's gone crazy and he believes in aliens. And yep, I was like basically brought on to see the legitimacy of the X-Files and this is what I found. Right. However, while she is doing that, Mulder goes to the Department of Defense headquarters Um because now he has pass. Right. To that he took in. off the dead guy. Yeah. He goes to the defense department um, and he talks to Kritschgau, who basically tells him that the U.S. started using UFOs to explain other tests that they were doing. And, like, basically, um, it was, like, easier to feed people that lie because it's way yeah. less ominous than what they're actually doing. So they continued to just use UFOs as like, this is fine. If they think it's yeah. aliens, like that's way less important than if they knew what we were actually doing. Um, and then they'll be really busy with trying to say that we're hiding shit mm-hmm. by constantly denying that aliens exist. Right. Um, that they really won't care. Because th- he says something along the lines that's like, one lie to cover... The other ones. Some, I don't know. <laughs> one. He was like, one big lie to cover the truth. Who actually knows? I don't know. The tagline to this episode is, all lies lead to the truth. Yeah. But that's different. Contrary to some people's belief, we do watch or record right after we watch the episode. But... I don't know about you. I have really bad short-term memory issues. I mean, yeah, I can't remember what people fucking say. I don't know. Who knows? We Um, do our best. I think that's all you guys can ask for. But, yeah, so basically um, Mulder talks to him, and they find out, like, he's kind of like Mulder. Like, you have like top entry to anywhere like you can go anywhere with that pass so they are able to get information that Kritschgau would not have been able to get right so he has like a higher clearance than Kritschgau does yeah with his badge that he stole off the dead guy (laughs) um so Mulder decides that he's gonna go break into the pentagon um with this newfound uh, access. Right. Then we cut to Cigarette Smoking Man. Yes. I think he's in Mulder's apartment. Um, and he's looking at like younger pictures of Mulder and crying. This is nice. It's sad. I mean, I think you and I have more of an understanding as to why. But it's just like it's refreshing to see that he has emotions, emotions, yeah. you know? I can't wait to get to, like, the episode that goes more into this. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, again, like. Because right now it just looks a little weird. Like it's sad still, but right. it's a little but, weird. So at least in this episode, we find out that, you know, Cigarette Smoking Man, I guess we could have, like, we always knew that, like, if Cigarette Smoking Man wanted to, he could, of course, have just gotten rid of Mulder, like, forever ago. Um, and that, like, apparently Cigarette Smoking Man has emotions towards Mulder and cares about him. Yeah. Um, and especially thinking that he's dead is like having this reaction where he's sitting in Mulder's apartment, like crying, which is yeah. not, uh, not very much like him. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And then, uh, as he's sitting there, cigarette smoking man realizes that they've been monitoring Mulder this whole yeah. time. So then he's mad. Yeah, because he didn't know that this was happening. Right. Nobody filled him in, and now he feels dumb. Right. Um, I'm going to guess he's a man that does not like to feel dumb. Yeah. So any man, probably. I don't like feeling stupid either, but I also am stupid, so. (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's really mad, because it's like when all your friends, like, you know, plan something and then didn't invite you, like, that's... So Sarah Smoking Man is like, hey, guys, like, um, why didn't you tell me we were going to be stalking Mulder? Like, thought you guys were my friends. Um, So he's a little mad. But (laughs) on the other hand, we go to Scully. Right. um, Who is very busy. She's... Um, well, she calls one of her friends, I guess, in like the communications department. Who knows? I don't know. But she has the like phone log that Mulder gave her from Oslohoff. Yeah. Oslohoff. Um, and she wants her friend to like look up who the extension was going to. And she finds that it's going to like an executive level i believe and then scully has the idea to ask if skinner counts as that level and we learn that he does so scully i think is thinking that well not i think now we know that scully thinks that skinner is the one that's kind of being like the FBI informant to whoever these other people are right. that created the hoax, which is not great. No. So now <laughs> she's very skeptical of him. Um, and then she gets a call from the person that she had the ice core samples um, evaluated by. And he says that he finds a basically a new life form that like the cell is continuously dividing and yeah and like there is a life form within them but also he wants her to come down and see it for herself oh oh (laughs) did you just try to hold your hand i don't know oh that was weird porter (laughs) um yeah i'm not sure so 
Then Scully thinks that the organism that was living in the ice core sample is the same one that was injected into her to give her cancer. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of science, a lot of jib jab. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Considering I have a headache, I did not obtain any of it. But yeah, long story short, that's exactly what it is. But she wants to do some testing for it. So she has hard evidence um, because that's kind of the only thing that will, yeah, her testing it is the only hard evidence that she can get because that's kind of the only thing to back up her allegation of saying that there's this group of people that designed this hoax and gave her a cancer just to, like, kind of make it more believable for Mulder. Yeah. Um, so she takes some of her blood. I'm guessing centrifuges it. And then, like, you okay? Yeah. Okay. Did it get you? A little bit. Mm. Don't do it again, please. <laughs> um, I thought we were friends. I thought we were ready. But... She gets to a point where she's, like, comparing the DNA of her to whatever virus particles are in whatever this organism is. And she finds that they are a match. And he is very confused as to how that could happen. Right. Um, (laughs) But that's good because since Scully's a scientist, she can use this. Yep. And then she goes to walk out, and she sees that Skinner has just been following her. Yeah. So she's like, I want an answer from you. And he's like, I want an answer from you. And she's like, why the fuck are you following me? He's like, I'm not. I'm just going for a walk. <laughs> Happen to be right next to you all the time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, she's really mad at him, though. She definitely, they are not friends right now. No. Um, well, because she thinks he's the one that gave her cancer. Yes. So doesn't make for great friends. Right. Um, so does that mean, does Cigarette Smoking Man have the same extension number, do you think? Or is he technically not an employee of the FBI? I mean, I think that... I think that they weren't able to see exactly whose extension it was. I think they were only able to, like, see what level clearance they were. Yeah, but, like, does Cigarette Smoking Man have the same one? Maybe Cigarette Smoking Man was sneaking into Skinner's (laughs) office. And answering his phone calls. And answering his phone (laughs) for five consecutive days. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure about that one. Because, like, it's it's not, right? It's not Skinner. No. Cause, I like, don't think he so. he cares way too much about her. I mean, it's not Skinner, but maybe I feel like they made it seem like it could have been Skinner's extension, but not that it was Skinner's right. extension. So... But- doesn't matter because she thinks that it's Skinner. Right. Um, Which is why she's being very salty with him right now. Yeah. 
Um, and they don't really get anywhere. They just are mad at each other. Then he also is like, um, I know that you're lying to me because we did forensics on the body that's in Mulder's apartment, and it's obviously not Mulder, so... Where is he? You gonna let me know what's <laughs> happening, or, like, am I gonna have to charge you with accessory? Like, it's not great. I guess we have to take a break. Yeah, we can take a break. It's a good okay. break point. Cool. Or point break, if you want to watch that. And we're back. Hello. Okay. So. Yes. So... Then we go back to Mulder, who is deciding that he's going to break into the Pentagon. Right. Um, And what happens is he finds a room with a bunch of alien bodies. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like hundreds. Yep. Well, also because... So all of the doors are locked. Um, But right as he kind of got into the area where Krishkow couldn't get into... He gets taken by some, like, DOD reps because they are holding him, um, well, detaining him, and I guess they're going to ask him questions. And then Mulder is kind of going down the hallway, trying every single door to see if he can get in, and then notices that there are also two soldier-looking people kind of down the hall, more than likely trying to get him because someone's ID just got scanned and that person is dead. <laughs> right. Um, so that's weird. But he kind that's of gets weird. enough space to lock, pick a lock. And then that just so happens to be the room that he goes into, which is disgusting. But they're fake, right? I don't know. I think so. But then he like crosses that room And then there's a window with, like, strobe lights to another room. And he goes into that one. And it's just, like, all of these actual human bodies, I think, with, like, these weird vests on. And the vests are what is, like, strobing Mm -hmm. light. So we don't really know exactly what that is. It seems like they're all, like, pregnant women, right? I don't know. Because I... feel like I saw one that was like an old bald man, but... Oh, okay. I guess they could also make men pregnant. Um, yeah, I mean, they're aliens, so... Yeah. They can probably do whatever they want, but um, I thought they were all pregnant, but that's okay. Um, and then, after that, he is able to go to the room where... We saw, was that the first ever episode? I think so. Where Cigarette Smoking Man put something in this room. Yeah. Uh, in the Pentagon. So big ass room of files. Yeah. And so Mulder finds Scully's file um, and opens it. And then he eventually is able to track down this little vial that he believes might be a cure. Because he also looks for Krichgau's son's file, but it's blank. Yeah. So I'm going to guess that that means whatever happened to him and whatever illness he has is not from them, and therefore they do not have a cure on hand. 
Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it's a little weird, but yeah. Um, and then we switch back to Scully, who is giving her a little speech. Yeah. And she says, just as Skinner walks in the door, she's going on talking about the X-Files and all of that and her time with the FBI. And then she is like that she has undeniable proof that she was given her cancer um, in order to like basically fuck with Mulder and that she is being used as like a pawn in this like right. big elaborate scheme and that she has undeniable proof that it was someone in the room with her, like in the room right then that gave her the cancer. But then before she's able to get to the proof, um, her nose begins to bleed and she collapses. Yeah. And Skinner comes in and scoops her up. Yeah. Um, and then, well, there's like a lot of flipping around, but it's also just easier to go through one person's segment right. rather than going back and forth. But kind of at the same time that that's happening, Mulder ends up getting out of the Pentagon, mainly because Cigarette Smoking Man lets him. Right. Because he gets a call that someone is using Osselhoff's ID and he's like, are you sure it's him? They're like, we don't fucking know. But he sees the surveillance footage and sees that it's Mulder. So I think he's just happy and yeah. relieved and kind of just like lets him go do whatever. Um, but Mulder ends up taking the vial of the cure for, nope, <laughs> to um, the lone gunman. And they test it. And that they find out that it's water. just ionized water. So he is not, not stoked at all. But that's also kind of where we leave it. Yeah, because we're going to have a part two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy episode. Yeah. This is, I'm, I'm like excited, but also. It's a good start. Sometimes when we get like further into this stuff, I feel like I miss the like goofy episodes from like the first couple of seasons where like yeah. they didn't know what they were doing anyways. So they were just like, whatever, another episode. Yeah. But season five is serious. Yeah. Like there's I'm sure a lot we're going still gonna on. have like a goofy episode because it wouldn't be X Files if it wasn't. But also right. I don't think the show would do too well if it was all series all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the second highest rated episode of the series, which I thought was pretty wild. Yeah. Do we know what the first one is? I do not. Was it the season four finale? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, well. This one's second place. That's all that matters. There's really not a lot to this episode, like, fun facts-wise. I know. I was going to say, and also, like, a lot of them are for part two of this of the episode, too. Um, however, okay, so this is a fun one, which we already, like, kind of knew, but I think this is the first time that we actually have a concrete um, 
answer for Scully's birthday. Yeah. Which is coming. It already passed. Yeah. Uh, passed we'll last week baby. while we were on break. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so her um, card in the file lists her birthday as February 23rd, 1964. Yeah. So that's I think cool. the 29th anniversary of the first episode was yesterday. Ooh. As in, what's today's date? As in March 6th. There's just like a bunch of like little kind of stupid things where apparently they got their math wrong with a couple things, both when Scully says that her and Mulder have known each other for four years, but that is not correct because it's 1970, 1997 now, right? Where we're at. And um, although the show premiered in 1993, their first case together took place in 1992, so it would have been five years that they knew each other. Um, okay. And same thing that Mulder says something about his sister going missing 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. But in season one, Scully says that she disappeared 21 years ago, and that would have been at least five years or four years beforehand. So... She's been missing for 25 years, not 23. Okay. So everything is just a little off as far as the math that goes. Yeah. I found something. I guess um, John Finn is the actor that plays uh, Critchgow. Yeah. Because it says when he finished his lengthy monologue. I can't talk Um, When John Finn (laughs) finished his lengthy monologue about military secrets and fake UFO sightings, he received a round of applause from the cast and crew. Oh. It was a long thing. It was nice. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of um, like voiceovers in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like we get when one of them is, well, mainly Scully is typing up like a report and then kind of talking about it. Um, I didn't really like it. Yeah. It made it have a very odd, like, feel to it. Not very X-File-y. And I yeah, wasn't, like, the I biggest agree. fan of it. But. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was, like, um, there is, there's, like, a, a show that has, like, that feeling, that same feeling, because they do monologues a lot, but. Yeah, definitely is not X Girl. <laughs> yes, that's oh, how could I forget? That's the one I was thinking of, of course. Um. Well, like just X Files isn't like a a storytelling show, and I understand that they were mainly doing that because we were jumping between things, and it's kind of telling the story of that day up until we see that Mulder mm-hmm. apparently died. But I just think it could have gone without. Yeah. So. Because yeah, it was so also we'll, just like really intricate wording. Right. And like Yeah, so I guess we'll shit. see. <laughs> uh, next, next week we will see what happens in part two. Um, we'll see if Scully is okay after passing out. We will see how Mulder. Mr. Porter, I think that you have food. It's like I have all I need here. Wow. Um, yeah, but we'll see. There's a lot that could happen. Yeah. Do you want the synopsis for next week? I do. Okay. Give well, it to me now. Obviously, as Aaron stated, it is called Redux Part 2. 
and it's the second episode of season five. Um, I love when we get to start over because it's much easier on my brain to keep track of what episode is what. Mm -hmm. With Scully hospitalized, Mulder is offered a deal to join the cigarette smoking man and is told by Section Chief Blevins to name Assistant Director Skinner as the man responsible for Scully's cancer at a forthcoming FBI hearing. When Mulder instead names Blevins, both the Section Chief and cigarette smoking man are shot before Scully begins to recover. Whoa. Oh, my God. Whoa, Porter, say whoa. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Patreon at UFO Party Pod. Um, our Patreon is little as $3 a month. Pretty, pretty, please. <laughs> we promise it's worth it. Um, we're trying to figure out some sort of free trial situation, but it might have to be more so based on like word and not actual um like a gift card like if you buy a month and we give you the money back i guess okay because we do not have a paid account mm. for patreon so we can't do that um but yeah we just watched the x-files movie um and we talk a lot about that and it's a very fun episode if you haven't watched the movie, and even if you had, it's very fun. Um, yeah, you can donate to our coffee, which is a one-time donation thing. And you can buy merch from our merch shop, which is in all of our link tree links. And you can stay safe. And stay spooky. Bye. Goodbye.